0: So like where did the where did we go from like insecure to like fucking Wonder Woman? Where did Actually, we?
1: Actually, I'm going to attribute it to my hoe face. Your and hoe face? That's not the, Yeah, and I know that's not the this
0: you fucking podcast gets better and fucking better. Did you guys hear how emotional that question was? And she was like, "I'll tell you right now, the fucking hoe face." I know this is what you're gonna say, but like, "Oh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a beacon for positivity because I was out there fucking, and that shit built me up." Okay, I'm sorry, yes, but continue. Okay, right, Let me continue hear it. Out. Let me hear it. I'm listening. Okay. I'm fucking listening so hard right now. it blow your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax. I am Podcast Poppy, and you are tuned into a brand new episode of Quarter Life Crisis starting right now.
1: And he's just saying it over and over. And I look back and Jacob's all yeah. <laughs> just staring at him. And he goes, Mom, he shouldn't say that that much. Yeah. He's half white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, a, yeah, I talk to my two-year-old like a fucking grown-ass man. I don't know how good or how bad That's it good is. though. But, yeah. Because
1: I feel like it stimulates them to like level up. I can't yeah. stand when people talk to kids like kids.
0: Because Well, he understands tone now.
1: Like yes. my his
0: my baby mom is starting to catch on to it. Like he's he's starting to like understand tone. Because if you do the baby voice all the time, yeah, um, you know, like it's tough to decipher the different tone. You know, yeah. I'm like he knows when I'm pissed. He knows when I'm not. This
1: little one, oh, the whole gang. Hey. <laughs> the like, well, yeah. Got a they ass. are white. <laughs> They're like some <laughs> black.
0: Blake Griffin looking motherfuckers. Right? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. They're wild. Holy They're shit, wild. shit. They know the whole banger.
1: Whole oh, Any song. Any rap song you put on. So what she does, my cousin just leaves MTV on. Or yeah. not MTV. Um,
0: I wish. R-I-P. I think it's
1: YouTube actually now that, that she just leaves on. I know. RIP, R-I-P MTV.
0: MTV when it was actually music television. I need to make
1: a shirt that says that.
0: Dude, uh, remember like TRL?
1: Yes. They
0: used to do it in Times yes. Square. You're or like,
1: MTV2 just played videos all the time.
0: You woke up in the morning to get ready for school? Yes. Music How videos.
1: every single all morning. All fucking day.
0: <laughs> it was no more like, can you wake up for school? I'm like, bitch, turn the TV on and I right? wake my the fuck up. Right, my alarm went off and
1: I was like, we're good. Like
0: naked and living <laughs> getting dressed watching the new music videos. Like, just
1: sponging it all. Yeah. In. And it was always like a weird mix. I like, could go from like Lenny Kravitz of, to Justin Timberlake. To
0: <laughs> I wish I did it now because the music videos now are pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, we used videos back then. But right. yeah, it would be like Lenny Kravitz, and then it would be like Gwen Stefani, mm-hmm. and then it would be like Kelly ODB. Clarkson. Then, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going I don't going know if on? ODB
1: even has videos. I threw that out there.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: I don't know. I might have to look it up now. And you've got more coming up, too.
0: I do. It's been a blessing. It's, it's getting... I was fucking worried about content. I was mm-hmm. super worried about content. So I was doing an episode every week. Mm-hmm. And because it's just me i dropped down to two weeks i'm just gonna go bi-weekly because um, I, I still i have a ton of content but it's just the editing is a lot yeah with how much yeah. i work and then my son but it's getting to the point now which is pretty cool where like i'm still reaching out to people but mm-hmm. there's some local people that are just like hey i'd love to pop on or i'd That's love cool. to come on and i'm like oh, fucking thank god like, <laughs> all right big news my son did not cry when he was dropped off at daycare oh Wednesday day is first day there no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. oh no, he's But been, it's like an everyday cry. Uh, he only goes three days a week. Okay, um, so but he, but yes,
1: yes, Aww. he was,
0: he was acclimating hard as fuck for like three weeks. That's but then hard. we'd like because it's kind of a, it's a blue kangaroo which is out right in the street. It's kind of bougie, yeah. so they have like cameras you can watch. So like after like an hour, he's like running around and playing and stuff. But like when you leave, it's like the that's holy so hard though. the holy trinity is. So that's the part apart. you have to
1: watch is the meltdown. And then you walk away from that, and then he's cool Yeah, and, and I'm
0: trying to hold on to as much of the bad motherfucker that I have left in me. Okay. So then I'm like, you know, I'm like coming in all hard into Blue Kangaroo, and then my kid's like, Daddy, don't leave. And I'm just like sitting there like, fucking don't cry. Just get out of the fucking building. We could do this. We Put the mask it. over my eyes. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just got to go.
1: Oh, shit. All right i remember those days mine was a crier too yeah
0: yeah he loved his other daycare he's 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 getting better though i think it's just because it's big it's like a big ass daycare intimidation yeah yeah well
1: school is big so
0: he needs to stop being a bitch that's what he needs to (laughs) do that's what i tell him when i I leave i tell him in front of his teachers yeah bubba's don't cry because you're looking like a little bitch (laughs) all right
1: you can't say that because then some little girl's gonna fall skin her knee and he's gonna be like oh come on get up you're acting like a little bitch yes (laughs)
0: We're going to have to kick your kid out of school. He's been calling the other children children mm-hmm. fucking bitches. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's what they'll we, tell you. we do that at home. Okay. All right. I'm going to go live. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. We are in this bitch. The teeny dot made it. <laughs> the creator of quarter life crisis logo. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Of course. A cocktail made of equal parts, awkwardness and wit typically garnished with a touch of sleep deprivation.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's
0: you. <laughs> That's on your page. It is? I wrote that? A cocktail made of equal parts, awkwardness and wit, typically garnished with a touch of sleep and deprivation. Dude, I be doing my research, (laughs) okay? I do my research. (laughs) I know what's going on up in this thing. But I related to that. I was like a touch of sleep deprivation. I was like, God, that was singing a, a harmony to me.
1: That is the understatement of 2020. Actually, I am perpetually tired. Right. I right. could sleep all day, every day and still be tired. So
0: you like work, work <laughs> and then work and then have a 10 year old son.
1: Yeah. Which is actually more work than all the other work. Yeah. Combined. <laughs> I was going
0: to say, so mine's two and a half. Are we, is it like, are we sleeping less with a 10 year old or are we sleeping less with a two year old?
1: You know, they told me by 10 it would get better.
0: Fuck. I'm, I've been I'm, lied to. I'm re- I feel like I immediately regret asking that question, but continue, but continue. But
1: I feel like, I mean, every kid is different. Um... I've got family members that have kids that are sleepers, like Mm. still enjoy their naps.
0: Fucking don't sugarcoat the shit. Are you sleeping more?
1: No. (laughs) Damn it. Listen, sometimes I sleep with one eye open. Yeah. My son laughs and tells people like, oh, she's the lightest sleeper. She can hear me tiptoe out of my room. There's a reason for it. I'm terrified of this thing.
0: Yeah. Like major pain, like sleeping (laughs) with one eye open.
1: (laughs) That's me. I can't even like have anyone stay the night because they're going to be like, the chick was weird. She slept with one eye open. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like she was watching me she was night. literally
0: sleeping standing up in the hallway <laughs> it was fucking weird man she was blocking the bathroom like i almost pissed myself it was
1: fucking weird she doesn't snore or anything like that she just you know
0: yeah my son is my son is now in the uh climb out of his crib phase mm-hmm. so he didn't climb out of mine for a while he started climbing out of his mom's a while ago mm-hmm. but now it's like like wake up and he's just like right there at the bed yeah. like what's up you want to fucking play I'm like, but the it difference is, is, this
1: is This is a sweet, what, almost three-year-old who's yeah. like, hey, daddy, can we play? Pie. No, mine stands in the doorway and I'll wake up and I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm mad at you.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. Drama.
1: And I'm all, go. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. And I like lock my door. <laughs> I mean, I have cameras in my house because of my 10-year-old. That's... You don't
0: need to be here. So if you're mad, just leave.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Sleep helps with the anger yeah go bed, son. just go lay back down tell alexa to put some deep eyes. sleep music yeah on. set a timer <laughs> turn fall on the fans get your white noise fall
0: asleep with your Fortnite. mommy
1: needs sleep too i find myself like getting f- in now in the mornings he'll come in and he'll be like mom can i play Fortnite?" and i look at the clock and i'm like fuck he just negotiated like 20 minutes more sleep for so sure. your son is a Fortniter? oh yeah yeah oh yeah he's a he's a gamer it's a he's commodity like, He's, you know, he, the crazy thing is he has that creative side that I have, yeah. but he would rather play games. Yeah. He would. And I, he hates me because I'm that parent that's like, you can't sit on video games all day. Right, go right. outside and play. Yeah. And I'm like, go outside and play for 20 minutes and then you can play on your PlayStation for 20. Yeah. And he's like outside huffing and puffing and coming in and checking the clock. And I'm like, go catch some ants or checking something. It yeah.
0: <laughs> go break shit outside. Yeah.
1: Get in trouble. Yeah.
0: When we were, when I was, how old are you?
1: Uh, that is very rude to ask a lady. Is it? It is.
0: That's not PC? You're
1: not supposed to ask it. Guess my age, though. you I right. always love people's Okay,
0: PCs. so if you're going to give me that's rude to ask, <laughs> that asking me to guess is a fucking trap door.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd rather... that was my segue <laughs> into, all right, I'll give you the answer.
0: Okay. Well, uh, my guess, oh, shit, 27.
1: Everybody guesses. Well, for a long time, I got 24. Now it's 26 or 27. I'm 33
0: you're 33 33 damn gina we're talking some video on the podcast <laughs> Why, we got you. <laughs> we got batty milfs on the podcast 33 <laughs> okay all right killing thank the game you. And oh, thank god i guess right
1: that my child is who he is and how he is i feel blessed that people still think i look like i'm in my 20s right right but my mom wow, i my realized mom was... that
0: you just said your son was 10 and i'm like <laughs> i was gonna be like 26 like Had my son at sixteen, I was like
1: You're doing the mental I wasn't watching
0: MTV, I was on teen mom (laughs) back in the day.
1: You're Uh, that's a real possibility. Right.
0: Right. But yeah, when we were youngsters, like it used to be like, yeah. You know, break those sticks in half and go pretend to, pl- yeah. like, sword fight or like, go play outside for hours. Like, I had in the
1: center of my chest because the neighbor's cat was black, which I immediately associated with Hocus Pocus and right. witches. And <laughs> I thought I could jump off of the roof with him. right. Into right. a pile of leaves. We were clearly going to fly. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. I would... I would kill to have my kid do something like that now. Do something that you're gonna remember and laugh about forever. Like, yeah, shit, you know, like we used to have a curfew when the streetlights turned street on. Streetlights came on.
0: Yeah, bring your ass home.
1: Right. And now this kid, I'm like, make sure you grab your cell phone. I
0: if if I if my kid is down to fucking jump off a roof with an animal, you're coming home before the streetlights go on. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> reckless as fuck.
1: But I was the good kid. That's the crazy part. That's so, yeah, I was one of say, the how most many, reckless things I did in my life.
0: So how many siblings do we have?
1: I have three siblings.
0: Three plus you, so four total?
1: No. I, wow. That, that I did answer that completely incorrectly. Yeah. Well, the, the trick part was I actually grew up with um, step-siblings as well. Okay. And then now, I'm going to complicate it even more. Now oh, my shit. mom has married and has two, two kids that you know, she married into. Okay. And so technically, I have a full little brother, okay. one year younger than me. Okay. I have my sister, Taylor, who is nine years younger than me. Okay. We share a dad, different moms. I had two stepsisters back then. Those parents were separated. Now my mom has her new guy, and I have two siblings through. So jesus it's like technically i have four not the, three
0: the brady bunch in <laughs> the huxable house like just smash right? together i feel like
1: everybody's family is like heavily blended like that now this though. is
0: yeah yeah that's like a, not even a family tree it's like a willow tree that's mm-hmm. aggressive okay cool
1: right. so you're you're
0: <laughs> reno native
1: mm-hmm. born, born and raised.
0: raised in reno sparks so uh, like what is reno
1: yeah, because there's like I mean, so there's no, like that line of of McCarran, like an invisible line. Once you pass McCarran, yeah, like sparks. if you're in the <laughs> if
0: you're in the circle, you're mm-hmm. a Reno native, but like if you're outside, it's like you're kind I've of. I've
1: heard people refer to like that east side of McCarran as being sparks as well right and i'm like no man that's still reno
0: yeah i'll be like at legends they'll be like where you at i'm like i'm in reno they're like you're in sparks but
1: i feel like people who live in sparks when they meet someone say from sacramento and they're like hey where are you from they're not like oh i'm from sparks, Nevada. sparks. yeah i feel f- like they say reno
0: yeah. i'm from lockwood They're like, don't fucking <laughs> no. ever do that because there's like pick
1: fernley or, or north <laughs> valleys
0: there's like cold springs spanish springs <laughs> mm-hmm. see and when i was all younger that shit. is that all reno the
1: north valleys area like i went to north valleys high school i was one of the uh, first classes to go all four years when they open. What? Yeah. Dude,
0: I have North Valley's uh, on my fridge. I used to coach their... Uh, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I used oh, to help coach sure. their team. I used go to coach their CYFL team. <laughs> and then actually on the, my first episode that I put out was Josh Brocklesby, who's the football coach there. Very cool. Yeah, I coached with him.
1: Okay. Look
0: at us, huh? I
1: know. So we've got a lot of ties. They're yeah, just yeah. coming into the picture. North here. Valley's in Reno. <laughs> right. Whatever. <laughs> Okay. But I, I prefer West Reno. I live on this side of town as mm-hmm. well. Um, and most of my family is out in Sparks, like deep Sparks. Right. Like way out, Cayo de la Plata out by San Mar or way out Vista, like backwards. <laughs>
0: by the boonies. Because I work out on Mustang. That's okay. like Sparks, yeah. Sparks. Right past Lockwood. Yeah. Which is still considered Sparks. Is it really? So it fucking says on the address. So. Whoa. I don't even know. I, I still fucking get lost in Reno and I just drive straight till I hit McCarran and I'm
1: like, whoop. Right.
0: Let's take the circle around. <laughs> I find a familiar street. It's
1: like, Mom, is it true that if you follow the moon, it leads to the ocean? And I'm like, well, I mean, we're basically on an island surrounded by ocean. So if you follow the moon long enough, sun, yeah. yes, you'll find the yeah, ocean. what the fuck? But I was like, all you need to know is Virginia Street and McCarran. Yeah. You're Some fucking
0: hippie-ass teacher <laughs>
1: right.
0: follow the moon and you'll go to the ocean. You I'm probably heard like, it on
1: YouTube somewhere. Yeah, if
0: you follow the moon, you're going to find out in somebody's backyard and get shot. Because yeah. you're just like.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what What do you watch?
0: So do you like small Reno or big Reno? Because when you were growing up, Reno is not what it's like today, correct?
1: No. I mean, yes and no. The cool thing about Reno is it still holds that small feel, no yeah. matter how much it grows. Right. You still like can get anywhere in yeah. 15, 20 minutes. I and, fuck
0: with that. No traffic. Right. <laughs> Holla out to all my Sacramento. California fans. Like, there is <laughs> GPS, 15 minutes. You will fucking get there in 15 it's minutes. It's a
1: challenge, too. Yeah. Like, the minute I see that time, I'm like, hm, try me.
0: Yeah, I'll make it in backwards. 12, bitch. <laughs> right. But it'll be like, you know. Like, you can get 10 miles mm-hmm. in 15 minutes in yeah. this city.
1: Yeah. And even if you hit like the typical accidents on the spaghetti bowl, you're like, well, fuck this. I'll take Wells. Yeah, exactly. And then you take two other streets and you're right back where you needed to be.
0: California, it's like six miles, destination arrival, 5,000 hours. I'm <laughs> right. like, dude, I'm just fucking. I
1: was in Sacramento this last weekend and it's like, get off on Marconi Avenue. And I was like, oh, perfect. The place yeah. I'm going is on Marconi. I'm almost there. I was on that street for yeah. five years, yeah. for certain. By the time I got there, they're like, wow, you look tired. And I was like, the disrespect of the city. Oh, yeah, it's you. crazy.
0: And people ain't going to walk. They're like, my uh, interest rate on this car is 49%. So like, I'm going to fucking drive this car everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, but it's grown like a ter- pretty tremendous amount, yeah? Yeah. I mean, even when I moved here in 2015. Yeah. It's pretty massive. It seems well, like. Well,
1: I like it though because uh, Reno has become a lot more diverse than it ever was before. Right. When right. I was younger, I swear, like, I have a very blended family. I've right. got um, on my, my mom is part Puerto Rican. Okay. So, like, I can show you a picture of my grandpa and you'd be like, wow, how did this right. happen? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your melanin, girl? The white, yeah, yeah. Pigment, <laughs> yeah. Ch- you're pigment
0: challenged in the family. It happens. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And my dad's um, father is Yugoslavian. And okay. my grandmother, his mom, is um french and irish which is how this right happened. i was gonna say that but is I mean, quite all that all together and then of course we've got family members who have married into Um, black cultures like Uh, my sister just married a jamaican man okay and so we've got like this super diverse family and so for me that's what i've been raised around that's what i just see as normal yeah yeah. but i go out in public and it's like Mm -hmm. you don't see that kind of difference well you didn't now that a lot of people are coming in from california yeah we get to see a lot more it's a
0: little bit better they've expanded more than where they're at like when i first got here I was like, where are all the fucking black people at? And then <laughs> I, I was like trying
1: to word this as politically yeah, correct yeah. as I could, but yeah, it's there's all so good. many more black people. The I name love. is
0: Quarter Life Crisis, so it's okay to like not be PC here. I like accidentally pulled off Audi and I was like, Oh shit. This is where they keep all the niggas out here. Damn, I had no idea. It's like four city blocks. And they're like, they're like waving me in. Like, we got apartments you don't even need to apply just come hang out i'm like i'm gonna stay in northwest but i'm gonna come back and visit with y'all like yeah i made enough money to hit the burbs but
1: <laughs> i hit a moment like at the beginning of the um uh pandemic yeah where when things were just like early i'd say like january february where it wasn't like hey yo we got a quarantine yeah um that things got tough for me my business already slowed down because a lot of my clients are in California or I even have clients overseas all over the place. And so I saw that drop in business as soon as people got scared and held on to their money. Oh yeah. And so, um, A long time ago, my sister and I did DoorDash just for the hell of it. And so right at the beginning of the quarantine, I was like, you know what? I'm not trying to have my money slip. So thought I'd do some DoorDash. Fuck yeah. And when I ended up delivering in some of those areas, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. What?
0: Damn, I was wondering where you motherfuckers were at. (laughs) For real. Like, shit. It was so so bad when I first got here. I almost fucking downloaded Tinder and went to men only and started swiping right on black dudes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yo, bro, this ain't what you really think it is. I'm really just trying to look. Like, not, no, no hookups, okay? No hookups, okay? Looking for something serious. Uh-huh. Long-term relationship. Parentheses, friendship. Don't I'm get looking
1: rude. for an LTF, please. Man,
0: for, for real.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucking friend with, like, like non-sexual benefits? Like, let's right? just go out and watch a movie or something.
1: You know, um, I've talked to friends about different dating apps that should be developed. Like, Ashley and I were actually talking last night about, um, she was like, I feel like, we need to have like more options for single moms. Like sometimes I I don't want to take this kid to the store. Right. And I'm like, yeah, we need like a delivery service where people can, you know, buy into the app and and sponsor it. And that pays for the delivery fees. But if you're a single mom, we'll deliver your groceries for free, girl. Don't bring that kid to the store. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody's
0: trying to watch this badass kid. He ain't we'll wearing a fucking have, mask. Uh, I
1: was like, we'll make an app. We'll call it Single Not Ready to Mingle. Yeah. And you get to order what you need because we don't want you in the restaurant. Dude, if I like scream. that. And if you're having a bad day, keep that baby home.
0: I love that. Speci- <laughs> like, very specific dating apps. Like, one should be called, like, Fuck Hiking. Like, I would love <laughs> that. Like, this is an app where, like, if you fucking hike, you're not allowed to be on this dating app. Yeah. Because I can't tell if you. If you
1: swipe through Tinder or something right now, it's like every other profile i love hiking i love the outdoors
0: travel the world i'm like there's a fucking global pa- no there's a global you ain't pandemic going anywhere. yeah
1: <laughs> fucking and travel, travel connoisseur in your backyard everybody hikes
0: yeah hike outdoors this that and the other someone's like you know first date they're like we could go hiking i'm like delete Un- <laughs> unmatch reasons i'll like put a custom reason mm-hmm. it's a fucking bitch always trying to hike up mountains and shit <laughs> dude i'm 260 pounds like it's i am so the sure weight of an offensive lineman
1: <laughs> we're going to starbucks all yeah right? that's yeah. it
0: <laughs> google i will Coffee, literally I can
1: walk away in a short term if i have to <laughs>
0: i will send you some 4k dope ass clear hd images mm-hmm. of all the shit that you're gonna go hike to see like i got it i'll print that shit on a canvas for you put it on the roof every morning you see it like boom no mm. morning hike
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: why they all got fucking dogs
1: but it is like that on the dating apps, and they're yeah. they're very like. Um, it's the worst. You either get the person who fills out their profile all the way. Yeah. Like you don't even know where to start. What right. you're gonna talk about? Yeah, small talk sucks. That, yeah. Small talk sucks. Oh my god.
0: Hey, and so what do you like to do? Though? Like, didn't you read my bio? I'm like, this is a great start to a small this is, talk. This is, this is wonderful. I'm Thank killing you this for obviously. that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not awkward at all.
0: Fuck me, oh. right? Sorry. <laughs> god damn it.
1: Or there's the ones that are like. Don't waste my time with small talk. We're either meeting up or we're not. And I'm like, I instantly feel threatened. Yeah. I'm busy as fuck. I have to arrange a babysitter for this. Okay. (laughs) You need to prove yourself worthy. Yeah. If you don't show me that it's worth my time to pay a babysitter. Yeah. And that's what the small talks for. But it sucks.
0: Like, there's so many people like, don't waste my fucking time. I'm like, just imagine if those people dated the old fashioned way. Like, you're going to have to drive somewhere, meet this human being, (laughs) sit down, share a meal, like a a drink or something like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, you know how much time they would waste? Yeah. Mid-meal? I'll fucking waste my time. Like You don't have, like, peace. Yeah.
1: Jesus. (laughs) The disrespect that would be involved in that day, no matter what. It's just a ticking time bomb. And for me, I'm that girl that pisses everybody off because they either accuse me of having a fake profile or I'm the time waster. Because i start talking to somebody and they seem pretty cool, you know, and I lose interest, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. So they're still putting that effort in and trying to get that date. And I'm like, man, this one's not worth it. God, visitor.
0: that was the kindest way to say that I ghost niggas all the time.
1: No. Oh, my don't God. Don't
0: you lie to me. If you I, match. I, I'm going to post a picture on Instagram right now. If you match with this girl right here, she will fucking ghost your ass.
1: I try not to. Yeah. It's the most polite ghosting you've ever experienced. She's like, every once in a while, I feel guilty, and I'll respond and be like, hey, yo, I've been so busy. Oh, now I'm you're
0: trying so to put suffering. kindness on it? <laughs> Fucking- I did the,
1: put sprinkles on the turd. The
0: cupcakes. white Puerto Rican, we'll <laughs> call you Casper, the friendly ghoster. That's what you are.
1: That's my uncle's nickname, actually, Oh, Casper.
0: you're really <laughs> nice, though. Don't waste my time. I know. Go I hike know. with somebody. Like,
1: right now, sitting on kind of red- <laughs> There's several who are just like, hey, Goddamn. look, I'll cook you dinner. And do you like, have it where you can see creepy. if you
0: read a text message?
1: Um, With respect to some people, yes. Like once you're in my phone and you've developed that trust, you get read receipts. What? Yeah.
0: Fuck Like you know that. you're in
1: the inner circle. I can't do receipts. it
0: because it changes every day. I could literally be like Barack Obama hit me up. I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking do <laughs> that
1: shit later. <laughs> not, today, yeah, not
0: today, Barack. Not today, bro. Not today. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I get cocoa butter from Michelle, but it's not a big deal. (laughs)
1: All
0: right. So I don't know how the fuck we got on a fucking dating app topic, but um, I was going to I was going to I'm sitting here a single dad. You're sitting here single mom. And I saw something on your profile said you were raised by a single dad.
1: I was. Yeah, that is a very super observant. You're saying these things and I'm like, I said that. Yeah, I know.
0: Right when I read that (laughs) quote, you're like, cool, I like that. I'm like, you fucking better because you wrote that. Yeah. Um, that is a very interesting and rare dynamic these days.
1: It is. It really is. And,
0: and you had two, it was two girls and a boy
1: in my family. Correct. Well, at one point my dad remarried after my mom was out of the picture. So initially it was just my brother and I, okay. my mom was not ready to grow up and have kids. Right. She admitted that in the court. She's like, I wasn't ready for this. Right. Um, I blame my brother. Right actually you what he, he was just a real handful oh you blame your brother yes <laughs> oh shit oh, i love God. him to death now but yeah, yeah. scared mom man yeah, yeah. You scared mom Almost, <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> hey real quick though love ya, but you really fucked it up right? in the early years <laughs> thanks bro
1: and i swear my kid is way scarier than my brother was yeah and it takes all the determination in me to be like no yeah,
0: yeah. leave that nigga get the fire mom. leave that to get the stay. firehouse you can legally just drop a kid off at the fire station I probably shouldn't have said that, actually. Do you know actually. how much
1: they're worth on the black market? Yeah. Look this up. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he's acting up, I'm like, listen, Where's your so- 80K, yeah. I have a choice to
0: make. <laughs> Where's your son? Peru. <laughs> for how long? Like, you tell me.
1: I don't know. Until he shows up on that infomercial where it's yeah. like,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so- uh, <laughs> 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 like, what do you do to give back to the community? Like, well, I feed and clothe and bathe this small child in Peru for 50 cents a day. <laughs> But I got 80K to send him there. I miss (laughs) my son.
1: I still donate. (laughs) Love that kid. But I had um, my brother. Right. It was just the two of us. Okay. Uh, My dad remarried a really, really crazy woman. That's Taylor's mother. Taylor Swift? No, my sister, Taylor. Oh,
0: oh, Taylor. Okay. Taylor Swift's crazy. Not that.
1: I mean, that would be cool. So Taylor's
0: mom is crazy.
1: Taylor's mom is legit, like... We're
0: fucking bleeding out on the track right now. This is going to be money podcast right wild. now. It's
1: <laughs> wild. <laughs> no, Taylor knows. Taylor, yeah. like, she'd be like, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Louder for the people in the back. <laughs> bitch, bitch cray. <laughs> and then... Um, so how
0: long was dad single, dad?
1: Well, okay, so he was single all the way up until I was eight when um, he remarried her. Okay. That marriage lasted... I want to say they were together for close to eight years too. Okay. And then he was back to being a single dad. Okay. And I mean he's he's dated people here or there, but for the most part, even when um, Taylor's mom was in the picture, she really was like hands off with my brother and I as far as like she never was like oh yeah those are my kids too right, right. you know. And so. Um, in like
0: a respectful way or, or a crazy Taylor mom way.
1: We are, we are right, i'm way trying way. to marry
0: you bro like yeah they're saying southwest you don't get to like, check two bags for free
1: <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> no you okay. are
1: definitely over the weight limit copy that copy <laughs> lots that. lots of luggage
0: Ooh, this is a coupe so there's only two seats in the car <laughs> right. Ooh, sorry
1: so she she was a lot and then of course she was out of the picture by the time i was about 16 years old yeah and then um back to dad being single, single dad. Bad. But it was cool because um, he definitely, it changed my personality towards, like, I've, I've always been really girly. Right. But my dad was the type that, like, sitting like I am right now, he'd smack my knee and be like, cross your legs. Right. Like, he was oh, like, really? you gonna be a lady. <laughs> oh, okay,
0: okay. So, so he conformed to, he did it, so he sounds like he did a good job at kind yeah. of trying to tap into the missing mom piece aspect?
1: And when he couldn't, he had, you know, his sisters, my aunts, okay. or... Um, his mom, my grandmother, right. they stepped in for, okay. like, the prom dress shopping and that kind of stuff. Really saved him because uh, yeah. lots of tears. Really? Lots of... <laughs> oh, he
0: was crying a lot? No, me. Oh, okay. I was a crybaby. You were a crybaby? Oh, yeah. Like a good oh, yeah. crybaby or, like, emotional crybaby or like, just, like...
1: Like, that that girl that cried and slammed doors all the time, like, I was emotional. Oh, God.
0: Like yeah. Like, when you were a teenager? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> I like, I like man when... Uh, when when uh, my son's mom was pregnant, I was like, I want a girl so bad. Yeah. So <laughs> bad. And now that I have a boy, I was like, eh, maybe, yeah, maybe that was a good, mm-hmm. was a good choice. Because like, I was like, man, it'd be nice to have a girl. I feel like she would soften me up a lot.
1: Yeah. And then
0: my son was born. And now I'm a total bitch.
1: <laughs> so I'm like, good <laughs> that God. That baby softens you no matter what. And I feel like
0: if I had a girl, I don't know how much mm-hmm. softer I could have gotten. I've been wearing a tutu walking down the Castro. Like, I, I just don't understand. Right. But that's crazy. I saw that and I thought that was interesting. I wanted to ask that because that's not a very common. I mean, usually the narrative is like a dad's just going to fucking bail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like... You know you don't see too many videos like dad's doing hair and doing like you said the prom dress shopping well and, and he all that I mean stuff. he
1: drew the line in some places like right. like I said he didn't do the prom dress shopping I was super super insecure my whole upbringing mm-hmm. like I was that girl that hung out with the boys and wore baggy shirts right because I think being raised in the dynamic with a brother and my dad for uh-huh. the majority of of my life right um I just was more comfortable hanging out mm-hmm. with the guys and
0: kind of tomboyish
1: very tomboyish when very I was tomboyish. younger and now like like the fact that you're catching me in pants today, wild. Like yeah. I usually wear dresses from like uh, April all the way through August. Like, oh, really? Very feminine. I wear heels all the time. Like. Oh, okay. Definitely came into my character and into my comfortability. I never would have like sat down and talked with you like this. I was super shy and insecure. Really? Yeah. But now you just so broke he didn't out have to show. braid hair or any of those things. We were, and prom dress shopping. I was like, this is this is awful. Yeah. Why are you a... gonna make me wear a dress? Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now we're miscongen. Yo, you're Sandra Bullock, dude. Miscongeniality. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy B, dude.
1: I loved that movie. Fucking
0: great movie.
1: That Be was right around my turning point. All the crowd. Right? Where the crowd.
0: Fuck, I love that movie so much. I think I was just talking about somebody with that movie. Anyways, I don't even want to get on a rant about that movie. I'll fucking quote that whole movie right now. But anyway. Actually I'll literally walk around my warehouse and I'll sing the uh, uh the song on that bus. And they're like, From sea to shining sea. That's crazy. My employees are like, What the fuck? My dad's birthday well. is actually
1: April 25th, mm-hmm. so every year on his birthday, I send him that meme of the girl who was like, <sighs> "All you need like, is a light sweater." <laughs> April every 25th, yes, <laughs> it's not
0: too hot and it's not too cold. All you need is a light sweater. And the perfect. dude's just like, "Okay, bitch <laughs> <laughs> is crazy." <laughs> so let's get on a uh, let's get on what you do right now. Would you? consider yourself would you title yourself a, a graphic designer
1: you know I, I mean when i want to just get to the nitty-gritty of it yeah. and just straight to the point don't want to spiel everything i just say graphic designer. graphic designer because i feel like when i say creator right it's so broad and people are like well what do you create yeah pottery well, the reason that Fuck. my <laughs> business name is teeny made it and such a broad title is because i make everything right anything
0: so someone who if you were like if someone were to ask me what does a graphic designer do Mm -hmm. my educated answer would be what (laughs) right (laughs) so (laughs) so graphic design does that fall mostly into like electronic like on the computer or like Yeah.
1: And that's part of the reason that I struggle with saying that I'm just a graphic designer because I do so much more than that. I do print, I do web design, I do illustration. Right. But yeah, the majority of graphic designers use, you know, Adobe programs or things like that, Um, Wacom tablets, different tools for drawing and creating. And 90% of what they do is digital, it's it's all on the computer. Right, right. But the range of graphic design is so broad as far as like, branding and you know basics like that all the way up to you can still consider um motion graphics to be graphic design but are you talking motion graphics like animation yeah but it's someone who just does that might not call themselves a graphic designer they might consider themselves you know an illustrator or Uh video editor like right it's just so many like little tiny branches Yeah, yeah something
0: okay that makes sense so like how did we go from you said you started on canvases, yeah?
1: I started what? I'm sorry. On canvases?
0: Like painting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a brush? Pen? What was acrylic. the instrument? Acrylic? hmm uh, When you say acrylic, I think of fake nails. I don't know. Acrylic?
1: I mean, it's the same material, per se. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but just in liquid form. I, like, I bet that canvas is acrylic based on the finish on this it. This would be acrylic? Yep, because it's not shiny like oil, so I'm pretty sure that's acrylic paint. Okay.
0: I mean, it's a little old. Don't be, don't be dissing my shine over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how did we go from canvas to, to graphic design? You know what I mean? Like, how what, how, what made you go from the leap from, yeah. you know, on a canvas to digital?
1: So I was actually working as a medical assistant and yeah. had continued painting. I fell in love with painting when I was really young. It's always been a niche and a hobby. Right. And the guy I was dating at the time... Would watch me paint, and then would be like, oh, "It takes forever." Yeah. And, they, and I'm like, "Yeah." Shut
0: up, Bruce. It's a,
1: <laughs> actually, his name is Gary, and to me, that's even funnier. Gary. Like, Gary? Yeah. Because I what immediately, do you, what do you, when no. you hear the name Gary, what do you think of?
0: Someone that I don't trust.
1: <laughs> Gary, <laughs> you can't trust
0: nobody named Gary. Gary sounds like a tax auditor that will right. up and leave you right. and just take all your money Definitely and move to South America. Definitely, his pants
1: are too tight for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and then my brain immediately goes to the snail from yeah. SpongeBob.
0: Yes, oh, Gary. Gary. Yeah, a <laughs> fucking creep. Can't trust that motherfucker. <laughs> Straight up.
1: Are those and khakis? So, right. Jesus so Christ, it's 100 degrees a out. graphic designer. Okay. And so the problem was... Oh, that, so he's a
0: hater. That's what Gary was.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, top... already fi- I already finished well, my third <laughs> exactly. one. Exactly. You're like, so painting? I can do what you're doing in yeah. half the time, and then I can do prints and sell the prints, and and I was just like, oh, Yeah. Like, so defeated. Like, but fuck you, Gary. Time... I can see your
0: balls through your corduroys. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, he's trying to build his graphic business. I'm trying to be a good girlfriend, support that, right. be there for him. So, like, I'd watch what he was doing, learn some of the techniques so I could help with designs, give him a little bit of a different aesthetic in some of them. Cause he was really great with masculine designs. You wanted like carbon fiber and, you know, it, really masculine designs like that. He yeah. had you. But mm-hmm. when it came to someone else wanting a feminine design, I was i was like, what if you do this or yeah. do that? And at the time, I'd have him do designs for me because I had just gotten my personal training certification, and I was like, this is what I want my brand to look like. Right. And so sometimes he just wasn't. Did you say your personal he, training
0: certification? Uh-huh. Was you were a medical assistant?
1: I, I was a medical assistant. While painting? Personal train? Yeah. Jack of all trades. Actually. Renaissance woman. They used to call me Jill. <laughs> Jill of all trades. There you go. Master of some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Renaissance, right? Master yes. of none, but talented in a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: I, th- I feel like I've mastered a few now, though. Master of some.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Seems yeah. like you got a lot going on.
1: Thank you. Well, I ended up picking up a lot of little things from him, and then I ran with it. I never went to school for graphic design. Yeah. I just... Um, when so he I- kept saying to me, like, oh, I could do that in half the time, and I was like, well, hold up. Yeah. You know, and once I got a hold of a Wacom tablet and actually started illustrating, I never took a class for that or anything, and just... When when, it with of, what I knew from painting, how when I, knew it I
0: art, When it comes from to art, sorry, when it comes art, do you have any formal education? Any like formal education, if you would?
1: No, nothing past high school.
0: So everything is off of pure talent and self teach.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. The only thing, uh, the only education I pursued after high school was the medical assisting certification. Okay. And once I had that, and then personal training, personal training. obviously. Right. Um, but Which was, was graphics, it a NASM when you got it? Yeah, I was NASM. NASM. Yeah. I got yeah. a NASM i have uh right it's kind of a big deal i got an
0: asthma and then fucking gained 40 pounds and had my kid but it's not a big deal
1: (laughs) (laughs) plus i just had both of my hips replaced and i haven't been working out and it just like you know i thought it was okay and like kind of accepted it and was just like okay i'm bigger now whatever
0: fucking dad bods are in i'm cool with it yeah admittedly admittedly, i'm into it dude yeah We're gonna turn this podcast out <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, we gotta go. Now. <laughs> and it cut off at thirty-five minutes. Like, yeah, I don't want to talk about. You guys sounded really out of breath so when you came back from the break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the abrupt stop there. <laughs> that industry must have, uh, must has like in the last like ten years must have exploded with tech.
1: I think so i i think that especially with how digital our whole world has become right there's such a need for like look at how many people have podcasts youtube channels things like that and you have to actually brand yourself correct they're creating businesses out of these creative outlets and suddenly there's this boom for graphic design yeah and especially digital marketing i do a lot of digital marketing for people little Mm -hmm. campaigns that'll pop up on your story yeah the spam ads in between all your friends yeah yeah i I fucking hate those spam ads (laughs) they're so it's my job to make them look cool and less, like, get the fuck out of here.
0: Dude, fuck you, dude. <laughs> ads like that shit are, like, made for me. You I have,
1: obviously haven't seen any of mine yet. Dude,
0: I'm a sucker for ads. I probably haven't bought shit, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I'm like that guy, like, like a fucking Burger King commercial will come on, yeah. and I know it's shit, but I'll watch the commercial, I'll be like, oh, fuck. You trying to go to Burger King? Like,
1: mm-hmm. ads get me. You're like, I don't even want it, but I have to go Ads
0: now. get me all the time. Instagram is the worst. Mm-hmm. Or like a... What is no, it? No,
1: Facebook is the worst. Facebook has a you lot. you could just casually talk about something right now. Like, now you're going to get, like, app development oh, ads. Up. Oh, and yeah. Like Big single time. single mom at dating is going to pop up on your phone. Yeah, some 100%. guy named fucking Gary. Like, Hi, I'm Gary. Us. Do you yeah. want to learn how to get
0: rich in 10 minutes? I'm like, fucking A. Hey, yeah. Dude, fuck that shit, though. This shit is tapped. <laughs> tough. Yeah. I will literally not search anything, not do anything, have nothing on my tech that I've ever even put on there, and I'll have mm-hmm. a conversation... Phone is in my pocket, and I know the speaker's muffled because anything around my thighs is getting compacted. (laughs) And then it's like, it'll have ads on it for Mm -hmm. it. I'm like, this is not.
1: The other day, um, my best friend had said something to me. I don't remember. Um, Just kind of casually. She texted me. She texted me something. That's
0: sketch. Didn't
1: even say it out loud. And then we're both sitting next to each other right after that. She scrolls on Facebook, and she's like, what? the
0: fuck yeah it's it's like i'll have some She's people all, that who was are,
1: a brainwave it yeah, caught a fucking yeah. <laughs> brainwave
0: <laughs> not okay i'll have people like dude turn your location setting off so they can't see you i'm like have you ever used maps and they're right. like yeah and i'm like how do you think it's they so gauge that there's traffic <laughs> like i don't know i'm like maybe every fucking phone mm-hmm. that's on the the road right and then they're just like
1: it's like that's conspiracy the theories now. With the people who are like, "Don't get the coronavirus vaccine." They're just trying to track you. And I'm like, "You walk around with yeah. a tracker every <laughs> single day. Yeah. Do you realize how moronic you sound right now?" <laughs> oh my god! You like, willingly track yourself. I don't want to yourself. know
0: where I'm at. I'm like, "Do you get mail to your house?" Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm really glad we had this conversation. <laughs> just making sure we're all on the same page here. Yep. <laughs> that is crazy. But yeah, I feel like it's. The industry has has had grown with the entrepreneurship and like you said, how many brands are? I mean, in just two years, your page, your Instagram page.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is the what is the tag on it? Teeny made it. Teeny made it. Teeny dot. Made.
1: Teeny dot made it. Just kind of separated the two. There's no
0: dot in between made and it. No. Okay, so Teeny, teeny dot made, made it. it. Ad drop.
1: <laughs> um,
0: you have tons of shit on there.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of And that's work. not even half of the work I've done. Really? That's just the stuff that I've had time to create a mock up and trying to keep that like aesthetically pleasing, right. professional look to it. If I don't right. have time to make a mock up, it's not on there. Yeah. So um, there's a lot that's not on there. I work with artists in, uh, music artists in like uh, Calgary in Canada, uh-huh. um, that I do stuff for him on the regular. And you've probably seen one, maybe two covers really? that I've done for him. Yeah. So, it's wild. Or, like, I don't know if I have the cover that I did for E-40 and Little Uno on there. It might be on there, but sometimes I'll I'm be sorry, waiting. E-40?
0: Uh-huh. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Like, you're just going to, like, Kevin Hart you? Like, you're not just going to, like, skim right past that. Like, it's all good.
1: <laughs> My what humble f- is real deeply rooted. <laughs> How the
0: fuck did you link up with E-40?
1: Actually, okay, so...
0: Yeah, story the time. The issue was actually see.
1: Little Uno. He Who the fuck is Little Uno? Exactly. Okay, so do you remember that song? You, you were probably... In, how old are you? I didn't know. That, that is
0: extremely rude to ask a man, okay? <laughs> how old do you think I am?
1: Reciprocation, however. How old however. do you think I
0: am? I did just pick my beard out, so hopefully it's higher than you think.
1: Beards are like makeup. Right. They're so deceiving. And Let my, me see your neck.
0: Yeah, it um, covers the whole neck, You're
1: too. in your 20s still.
0: What the... What <laughs> Some weird shit going on in this podcast. <laughs> I literally just look to the I mean, Okay, so
1: here's the thing. Hold black on, doesn't no, crack. No. I can't gauge it based on like... You said black don't crack? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. Brown, brown, brown. But still,
1: like any time that you... How the
0: fuck did this keep me in my 20s though?
1: Okay, so anyone, once you pass 30, you get this line on your neck from like every, when you turn left or right, like you get this line okay. so probably like right around here I me. Mean. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's the thirty line. What? Yeah, really? Yes.
0: This is gonna be useful when I do my cougar oh, yeah. hunting. Now
1: you're gonna be like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> cougar hunting. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I want the ones who have their shit together. Hey, do you wanna <laughs> uh, actually? No, nope, sorry. The left for me? Yeah, now to the right. Okay. You like
0: that chandelier? Up, <laughs> oh, gotta go. <laughs> okay, so
1: you're gonna look like a real Houdini, making bitches look up and then you just disappear. Yeah.
0: Hi, I saw you from across the room and like. You know, what? I'm like, hey, I got to take <laughs> off. Nah, I'm not It's interested. been real, though.
1: Keep I it mean, up, I tell you everything about somebody's age. Think about, like, as women get older and older and it starts to, like...
0: Yeah. I'm scared. My fat ass is going to get, like, a gobble. That's why I have the beard. But you get to
1: hide it with a beard.
0: Right. I don't want to turn like, Girls a don't get to do that. Like, women's turkey. age
1: shows here yeah. uh, on your hands and in your neck. Just grow a beard. Yeah.
0: You know? Just stop shaving.
1: Oh. <laughs> have you seen my brother...
0: I have not. <laughs> My um, brother looks
1: like me with a beard. Sketch. I already know what it looks like. <laughs> right. Bad.
0: Um, so, okay. Here we go. Don't get off topic.
1: Okay. Tw- so you're 27.
0: How old am I? I think I'm 28.
1: You think? 92. You might be. Oh, yeah.
0: fuck. How old am I? I'm twenty. Wh- which
1: month is your birthday?
0: February. I'm 28.
1: You turned 28. sure.
0: Yeah. No, I turned twenty nine this year.
1: You turned twenty nine. You turned twenty eight. You're turning twenty nine. I'm
0: turning twenty nine. Okay. <laughs> What's happening? You're I feel like I should know this information. Man, I
1: was close though. All off the like, of neck.
0: Dude, I would have got fucking cavity searched at the airport <laughs> with that shit. Uh, t- twenty eight nine. Twenty nine. <laughs> um. All right. Good guess. Why did you? I don't you ask? You
1: remember why I was guessing your age. Yeah. What I, was happening? I lost it.
0: I don't know to have to edit this shit out for sure. The whole
1: train off the track. <laughs> fucking
0: gone. Everybody get out. <laughs> I, th- I said coogs and I blacked, out. <laughs>
1: I, I blacked
0: out. I fucking don't remember. I fucking blacked out, man. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. Like the- we were talking about the industry growing. Oh, little Uno.
1: Okay. You and then I don't my, know how that went to your age. You went to
0: an extremely rude place where you asked me my age, which is very...
1: Oh, okay. Because you said, who's Little Uno?
0: Who is Little Uno, yes. I
1: had to. I had the to gauge how close in age you were to me. Because do you remember that song, I got my Vans on, but they look like oh, yeah. sneakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Wolf Pack, and this is Little Uno I from the Wolf
0: sure Pack. I for sure know the Wolf Pack.
1: Okay. I went so to, Little Uno is a member of the Wolf Pack.
0: I went to all super high fees. Okay. Because I grew up in Petaluma. There you
1: have and it. And that's
0: where they held all the super high fees. Okay. So, like, my thing is, like, cutthroat committee, hustler, E-40, messy more, yes. short, yes. you know, like...
1: Uh, California. Lip,
0: lip, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait till I die, unfortunately. Nicotina, <laughs> tech nine, all that shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, Little Uno, the little one. The little one. Who wears one. Vans.
1: Yeah. So, how'd you link like up with this guy? So, Little Uno and Oh, I, side
0: fact, my slutty-ass sister uh, went out to Denny's and... Didn't tell me the rest of the story with the pack one time after a concert. Can only imagine where that went. Yikes. She's like, yeah, I hung out with the the pack. I'm like, a pack of men? (laughs) Okay, whore. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so little Uno, Who the fuck is this guy?
1: It was the one on Wells, for sure. (laughs) sure. Were you in California or here? Here. Yeah, it was Wells. Had to be.
0: Yeah. Oh, you talking about the pack and the Denny's? Yeah. Oh, no, this was back in Cali. Okay. This is like after a super high fee. She went. Okay. She's like, hey, and I'm like, all oh, the past. She's like, peace. You can't come, and I'm like, skank.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm good.
0: Yeah, who <laughs> can't bring you. No, I wasn't.
1: Well, little Uno and I matched on Tinder.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> you ghosted little Uno. You bad bitch. <laughs> You fucking... And I
1: don't think he's used to that. Right. Because I don't do the, the like, starstruck, like, gotta be seen with someone, that sort of thing. And he was very, like, everything had to be his way. Right. Like, he was very, very, like, if you just listen to me, we'll be good. And I'm like, whoa. Jesus,
0: I feel like if your fame is slipping if you're on Tinder.
1: Yeah, I'm... Right
0: like if I'm right. famous I am not to on Tinder to top it off
1: this man I have never been lied to more in my life right. than I was by him he was like I'm I'm opening a salon in Reno and you're invited to the grand opening and it's at blah 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 steakhouse we don't even have one of those right, here right. in Reno
0: Yeah,
1: and I don't remember which steakhouse he said it was oh it was it was like Charlie Palmer's or something I don't remember and I was like in Sacramento, and he's like, "No, in Reno. I have reservations. I've reserved the entire restaurant for the full day." And I was like, it's "Fucking s- You got conned if you actually paid into that because yeah. we don't have, we don't have that here. Spam,
0: uh, potential spam.
1: Potential.
0: How the fuck it is that? It also s-
1: potentially could be him. Do you, do you save? He's like, Facebook notified me that you're talking about me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wait, do you save numbers to? Potential spammer? What's no, going no, on? No,
1: the iPhone does that for you, or okay. maybe it's a Verizon thing. My
0: iPhone and I also have iPhone and Verizon, and my thing does not potential spam me. I'll get a random number that I have to answer on my phone because it's my work phone, my and it is, like,
1: is showing me a service that does not. This is Chase Bank. We've right. been trying to
0: contact you for three years.
1: <laughs> no, mine is mine will warn me. But you know what's crazy? The last time I talked about Luluno, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a producer in. Well, we're not going to say actually because oh, if shit. this did get out, you know exactly who it was. This podcast is getting
0: juicy. This podcast is going viral. <laughs> Little Uno's going to come after you. Fucking Gary's going to sue you.
1: <laughs> Gary's like, I shit. don't even have those corduroys anymore. Taylor's
0: mom's going to be like, "Bitch, I fucking heard that episode."
1: <laughs> well, she'd have to uh, put her money towards a phone instead of drugs. Oh, but... oh, <laughs>
0: boom! <laughs> Jesus, back up from the mic. My bad. Dude. My bad. <laughs> I spit hot fire. Too much heat. Okay, well, so for the love of God, tell me about Lil Uno. Let's not get sidetracked okay. this time. We got so, this. Like
1: I said, last time I talked about him, no, Potential no joke, he messaged me. And his, uh, he'll message me from new phone numbers all the time. Yeah. And he'll be like, Teeny, why won't you talk to me? And I'm like, I don't even know who this is. And he's like, for real though? And he'll send a picture. And I'm like, why do you do this? Yeah. Why? I know Why?
0: that. I know that dick.
1: Please just keep the same numbers so that I just, you know, yeah. cannot answer. Yeah. In fact, for a long time, he was saved in my phone as "Oh no, Uno." He actually probably still is, to be wow. honest with you. It'd pop up and say "Oh no, Uno," and I'm like, "Don't answer that." <sighs> Potential spam. <laughs> but he, uh, like I said, he was just full of lies, nonstop lies, um, and he was allegedly. Working on a song with E-40. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want you to do the cover art. Your stuff is bomb. Told me I had this timeline. Like, I stayed up hella late. Because I told you, these take time, you know? Right, right. Stayed up hella late doing this specific illustration of them. Because that was what he pursued was the illustration. He was like, nobody else has that. I need that. So I did this illustration of Little Uno and E-40, if that'll load up. I stayed up hella late, like, putting it together, doing the animation and everything. And then he never posted about it and i was like was this a real thing was it a lie you know and i'm like does he 40 know how immaculately i just did a caricature of him right
0: that's actually pretty <laughs> on
1: me <laughs> so um that's why i wasn't sure if it was even <laughs> on my page or not music not i don't released know if it's yet. a real song or not
0: right is there music behind it like it's
1: no, he never sent me the song. Never and I I song. mean you've seen my work. I put the song with all of them when I do the E forty probably round.
0: like saw this and was like, Damn, that's dope, but what the fuck is that?
1: What the fuck is fun?
0: So still we don't so we still don't know.
1: We still don't know. No. Because Damn. I mean he like one time he said he um he's like, Did you get the package I sent you? And I was like, No. You didn't send me a package. Yeah. I didn't get anything. And he was like, what? That's crazy. I sent you a necklace. How is it missing? I'll go down to the post office. Yeah. And then like hours later, he's like, hey, what you up to? And I was like, oh, nothing much. You know, how did it go with the post office? He's like, what? What are you talking about? And I'm like, no bro. sketch. Yeah.
0: All right. So little Uno fucking sucks. If you yeah. match with little Uno on Tinder,
1: mm-hmm. block him. I he, don't know if he was ever even actually in Reno. He
0: probably hikes, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, no doubt. Yeah. He takes his kids to get groceries. Right? He fucking sucks.
1: And he's big weird. Like, he, he went from, like... He's a little weird. Real weird.
0: Little no. yeah. Una. The little one. The little one. That's weird. when you know your rap career is going I've never even met him
1: in person, and I'm totally okay with it.
0: Oh, really? you never yeah. met him in person?
1: No. Like, okay, so... The universe saved me. So Mm -hmm. he had booked this hotel room in like full on like jacuzzi in it, like big fancy, spent his money on this uh, hotel room in San Francisco. And I was supposed to drive to meet him. So I was driving over the pass, got stuck on Donner Summit for seven hours. Oh, shit. Got to the top of the summit and they turned me around.
0: Yes. And at the time,
1: like it was early on in talking to him. And I was like, man, that sucks. That was going to be fun. You know, I was taking a risk had my location on all my girls knew where i could be fucking you know?
0: kidnapped yeah
1: right and then that happened and as i got to know who he was i was like god fucking bless the yeah, universe yeah yeah like that was crazy because who knows how weird it would have ended up being
0: yeah that would have been a weird night
1: and i'm not like i said i'm not that starstruck person so i mean he literally chased me for months before i even agreed to like go mm-hmm. meet up with him
0: fucking Lil luna's getting exposed right now bro Lil Luno and Court of Life Crisis getting bashed on. <laughs> you suck, Lil Lo- Luno. You, you
1: just really need to fix your. Wow, that was disrespectful. I didn't know that volume was Jesus like. Jesus Christ. I think you turned it on, actually, trying to hear the song. I'm just fuck around and. Because <laughs> I this never bitch. have my volume.
0: going to shut this episode down, guys. I'm going to go got, ahead like, and change so many my. different train tracks. At change this point, my too. fucking logo. Change this. Cor- yeah, I don't even know. Mm. I had an outline prepared. Shattered. Oh. Who knows where we're at now? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's flowing good. But to get off the topic a little, you know, that's not as cool as I thought it was going to be because we don't even know if that music's real. But that's cool. a great depiction of E40. Yeah, and
1: I'm
0: sure he would have loved
1: it. One day he'll see it and be like, "Oh shit!" I okay. mean, he's
0: already seen it. You tagged him. You think so? <laughs> he's seen it. Did I tag him? You did tag him. I okay, checked because yeah. I Maybe went to his page it. on your phone just now.
1: And he's like, "Dime a dozen. Everybody draws me." Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Female puppies, Mike. Um, um. All right. So you go way, way back in this artistic creative Mm -hmm. lifestyle yeah poems at six years old Mm -hmm. that's when you started writing poems Mm -hmm. what is a poem like for a six-year-old
1: um (laughs) roses
0: are red violets are blue i just pooed
1: cat and and fat like basic ass dr seuss i still have them though i still have like
0: your poem book
1: yeah like from when i was six no joke
0: Really? Yeah, because okay. my
1: aunt found them and held on to them for me. And then when she passed, they, it, they gave me this folder and they were like, your aunt saved these. And I was like, no way. So,
0: so why poems? How did you tell poems? Like some that you did at school?
1: I already told you I was that emo kid. I was that like super uh, emotional girl. You were like, in your feels? Mm.
0: This is not as bright as I thought it was going to be What I was <laughs> <laughs> poems is <to see. laughs> Fucking fuck Becky and fuck <laughs> Stephanie. I always make fun of my big shirts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was
1: that one. But actually the first time I got published, I think I was What? 13 or 14? Got
0: published as a poet?
1: Yeah. I was in this book called New Millennium Poets and it was all younger poets right. and it was a, a poem about my mom. Okay. Not being in my life. Right. Very very emotional.
0: That's kind of, that's cool though. You got published at 13? Yeah. Fuck, I haven't done anything in my life.
1: <laughs> yes, you have. Look at this. Look at this setup. I'm. And I'm obviously you have kept that child alive. Much older alive. than 28, and 13. <laughs> <laughs> and you've kept a child alive. That to me is like the ultimate accomplishment.
0: This is true. I'm gonna give that credit to his mother though that he's still alive. Oh. She like coaches and guides me on how to keep him <laughs> alive. You know, because she's just, comes
1: with instructions every time you get him back. <laughs> yeah, she's just a
0: fucking better parent. Like, I might take over. You know over how big when, it you
1: have to be to admit that though. That's really cool.
0: Oh yeah, I can't fucking stand her. I just you know I can't yeah but she's an absolutely terrific mother and I know that my kid is always safe and always taken care of and loved for and I work a ton and I work late so he stays in her house pretty much every night I only have him like Friday Saturday Sunday nights and I have him Tuesdays and Thursdays for like four or five hours while she works so she has the primary yeah and she's fucking so good at it, and she's smart, and she's way smarter than I am, and it fucking drives me <laughs> crazy, and I just want to fucking bash her head against the wall. But then I know my son's life would be way worse if it was just right? me. So, <laughs> if
1: she wasn't in it.
0: So, yeah, no big deal. I'm not sh- sour about it. So, poems at six, songs at 11? Yeah. You started writing music I've been at writing. 11?
1: So, I didn't do, like, the typical diary thing.
0: Were we still in the emo stage so at what, 11?
1: Oh, I think I was emo all the way up until, like... I don't know, twenty six. So this was
0: like Green Day not, music. <laughs> uh, yeah. Osh, Ocean Ave. Oh yeah. We were both sixteen and it felt so right. You know what I mean?
1: Staying up all, all night.
0: night. <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. That is the half white me coming out.
1: <laughs> yes, I I was big into that. Um, Shout out I to even, White like mom. Dabbled in the hardcore scene a little bit. Like I, it took me a while. Hardcore like
0: hardcore stuff. rock. Yeah. Like ska kind of shit?
1: Like, um, straight up. People that
0: like eat eat the mic?
1: Yes. Yes. (gasps) Yeah.
0: Okay. That's.
1: I like it. It took me a while to find teeny, for sure. And the crazy thing is, like, it's part of why I've branded myself the way that I have now is that for a long time, people were like, you gotta find something that you're good at and stick with that one thing. Mm -hmm. I never had just one thing. Even when it comes into the creative realm, now that I've decided, like, okay, I'm a creator, period. I still have all these venues. I do print. I still do canvases. I do apparel. I do the graphic design, web design, you name it. I make it. And it I realized that my niche was all of it, right. not just one thing. Because yeah. there's so many people who are like, you have to find that one thing you're really good at and just like stick with that.
0: So to the artists that are out there that do want to venture out in, in different mediums, you know, mm-hmm. like how how exactly did you time manage or know how to like which category to focus on to fine tune your skills?
1: I think that I advise people to do the opposite of what I was told. People are like, find what you're good at and just really polish that. And for me, it's like, find something that challenges you Mm -hmm. and work towards that because you're going to work harder to, to get better at that. If you, if you do something, you're like, "Eh, that's pretty good. You're okay with pretty good. A lot of people are okay with pretty good. When you try something and you suck at it, nine times out of ten, you're like, I can do better than that. Yeah. And you want to do it again. And that's what you're actually going to practice and get better at. Yeah. For me, um, I knew that if I picked up a paintbrush, I was really good at painting. When it came to helping him with graphic design, I just didn't know what I was doing. And mm-hmm. so I invested so much more time into learning graphics than painting at that point. Right. So now it's like... Luckily for me, painting went back to being a hobby I can enjoy instead of like for a while there I was really working on it. I was like, maybe I can be an artist right. maybe I can sell my artwork. Yeah. And then I realized that, you know, most artists don't get famous until later on in life. Yeah. And, and um, even some don't get recognition for their art until they're dead and gone. Yeah, you it's know? a marathon for yeah, sure. Yeah, unless you know somebody or like it's a lot of work. It's not impossible, especially nowadays with social media. You right. can get discovered so much easier. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was dating Gary. We started dating like seven years ago. Fucking Gary. Fucking Gary. And so. Let's have a moment Gary. <laughs> he never did wear corduroy, though, but if I did describe him to you, I would be really embarrassed of myself. When I say out loud, when I describe him, I'm like,
0: what? I literally what? don't want to describe him because I have like a vivid photo <laughs> of who Gary is that I have created in my let head you keep
1: already.
0: It. <laughs> and I, you want to hear what it is? Sure. Okay, it's fucking. It's a fantastic picture. <laughs> okay. So I picture him with. Dirty blonde hair.
1: Oh, my God. That's
0: somewhat Jewishly curly, not like super curly, but like kind of loose curls. Medium length. Okay. Very thin face. Wears glasses with no rims that are circles. (laughs) Okay. Right. And then has one hoop earring. Sketch. Very, very, very sketch. Okay. Shirt. Wears polos. Usually (laughs) salmon colored. With the little fucking uh, either a fish logo the on it, Lacoste or like Lacoste, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Obviously the corduroys, mm-hmm. tucked the fuck in, oh, no shit. belt, no <laughs> belt, and then laceless shoes, like slip-on boat shoes. You're hitting
1: below the belt. Something
0: right now, um, and that's just who get huge dick though, yeah. massive. Oh. But that's how that's who Gary is to me.
1: I. Feel like I would rather date that Gary at oh, this point. Jesus in time. Christ! Because this Gary had gauged ears and listened to Eminem.
0: Oh, uh, whoa! Was that a bad and thing? Yes and He's no. Eminem is He's extremely
1: talented, yeah. but his taste in music never yeah. came to modern times. Also, like, if you're just like reli-
0: if you're religiously listening to Eminem, you're in a pretty dark place in your life, Gary.
1: Exactly like that, and that was his personality. Yeah. Was that angry, like? Yeah. no tolerance for anything. Yeah. And I was like, man, I have a really difficult child. This is not going to St- gonna work. Yeah.
0: You listen to Stanley like eight times in a row. like, I'm going to fucking gauge my ears, bro. Like, whoa, Gary, <laughs> right? Gary, quit stretching <laughs> your skin, man. You're <laughs> freaking us all out.
1: <sighs> yeah. But he's really, really talented at mm-hmm. graphics. He really good um, at what he does. Uh, and so he was a good person to learn from like that relationship as a whole. We were really toxic for each other. Um, I'm very, you know, creative, whimsical dreamer. And he's very like, get your 95, get your shit done. Um, and then, of course, I brought a kid into the mix. He didn't want a kid. He brought a dog into the mix that he treated better than kids. It was it was not a good relationship.
0: That's a thing these days, but, by the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't regret it at all because look at where it brought me. Right. Because him challenging me and saying to me, oh, I can do what you can do in half the time. And I was like, well, hold up. Yeah, yeah. And now I do what right. I can do in half the time. and. Yeah. I do it good. There's very few people who can illustrate like I do. And what is cool is that being a girl in the graphic design field, I'm a minority per se. Right. Most of the graphic designers are men. It's a very male-dominated field. Yeah, And so to not only be a woman in graphic design, but to be able to do illustration where a lot of people can't do illustration, it helps set me apart.
0: Yeah, the talent that you have is is pretty unbelievable. Thank like you. when you did my logo, when you sent me like – <laughs> I, I kind of gave you like the rough of what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, cause I kind of thought I would treat it. I feel like out of respect to artists, yes. it's important to give them a vague creative freedom and then just go. Like yeah. that's what I do with my tattoos and everything. I'm like, I, I'm not a fucking, I'm not, yeah. you just walked through my house. Like my home decor, <laughs> that's about as bit as about as good as I can get it right there. Yeah. It took me four and a half hours to hang these things <laughs> moderately evenly. And then I finally got to the point where I was like, fuck that. I don't <laughs> even know what I'm doing. But, uh, it was a, you know, when I came out, when you gave me the logo, I've had mo- I've had a ton of people that That's are like, I've had like five or six people be like, I just listened to it because the logo,
1: no I saw way. the logo
0: and it looked sick. So I clicked on it and then I listened to an episode and I thought it was cool. So I kept listening.
1: That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I I've never, you the ultimate clickbait. I'm into yeah, that. It's
0: badass clickbait. Yeah. It looks, it looks like, it looks super sexy too.
1: Well, and people have asked me, like, oh, what do you call that style? Is it, like, stained glass? And it's actually called low poly. Low it's poly, It's called a low yeah. poly portrait. That's what
0: I tell people. I feel so fucking cool when I say it. Do
1: you? <laughs>
0: like, how'd you do that? I'm like, it's a low poly image uh, with <laughs> 2,000 sh- or 800 uh, different shapes.
1: hmm All hand-drawn.
0: And then they ask another question. I I cap out right there. Right. <laughs> <what> the <answers. laughs>
1: You're like, you know what, I, I, I'll it. But, like,
0: look up. how aesthetically pleasing that is.
1: I know. That's why I did, like, did you see the mock-up I did of um, of On your podcast? Hall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I was like, I got a show. Like, it looks so good. It looks
0: great. I love it.
1: I love it. And the colors, the colors are eye-catching. And at a glance, you can tell it's you. Love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my. Because
1: s- <laughs> we've got those mutual connections, and they were like, "Yo, that's Ricky." Yeah. <laughs> I was oh. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> like I was just at home working on it, and they came over because every Friday night I have game nights at my house. Okay. And so I'll extend an invitation right. at this point. Yeah, hey, let I Yeah. like I could tolerate Let me know. That. <laughs> I'll let you boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll bring the They rest. came over and I had it up on the computer screen, and yeah. they're like, "Yo, that's Ricky." Before it was even done, they really? knew. It was you. Yeah. They're was both like, that's like "Oh, really that's," cool. and they're like, <laughs> "The exchange Oh <laughs> shit. Actually, they both just kind of like
0: laugh and shrug at this point. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's crazy. No, it, the the talent that you have is. I mean, your page is, speaks for itself. I scrolled through your page for a second, yeah. and I was like, I don't care what the ticket is. Like, just make <laughs> just make me a logo for real.
1: Thank you. By
0: the way, hit hint, ticket is very fair as well. Very now fair. you seem very uh, you seem very like learn from my mistakes, build off of adversity. Yeah. I was reading something as I was creeping on you before you came in here. <laughs> Um, that you hinted that, you know, the the confidence and you kind of said to hear the confidence that you had, the insecurities were very, very high mm-hmm. um, when you were at a younger age. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And now, you know, shit, now more than ever, having an advocate and a beacon for positivity is is important. I don't That's know if right. you sh- I don't know if you strive to be that person, but like your personal page yeah. is a very clear indicator that, you know, you do try to try to push that motive. So, like, where was where was that? Where was that flip in your life you know you're a, a single mom who's an entrepreneur who you know will still work the 95 95 to make sure the bills are paid and kind of do it all collectively so yeah. like where did that where did we go from like insecure to like <laughs> fucking wonder woman where did actually, we? actually
1: i'm going to attribute it to my hoe face
0: your hoe face. No,
1: yeah, and I know that's not. The this fucking expecting. podcast gets
0: better and fucking better. Did you guys hear how emotional that question was? And she was like, "I'll tell you right now, the fucking hoe face." I know this is what you're gonna say, but like, oh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a beacon for positivity because I was out there fucking, and that shit built me up. Okay, I'm sorry, because, but continue. Okay, right, Let, me me it. Let me hear. Let me hear. I'm listening. Okay. I'm fucking listening so hard right now. It blow your mind
1: i'm blushing at this point got her blushing peeps that way. <laughs>
0: podcast poppy at <added> it again
1: <laughs> you did it okay you did it let me hear it let me hear it okay so obviously i mentioned being you know kind of tomboyish very reserved yeah. baggy sweaters you know um kind of a safety net sort of thing for me yeah well then i was married very young so um but i was married to my son's dad um we tried to do the right thing when i got pregnant we were like oh we should you know get married Mm -hmm. and then i miscarried that one and that was a huge growing moment for me too luckily i did jacob's my the term is rainbow baby when Mm -hmm. you actually get to carry one after a miscarriage and um his dad was just a raging alcoholic an angry person Mm -hmm. after jacob was born and so a year later i was like you know what doesn't matter how like I was really really insecure I was like nobody's gonna love me I was a bigger girl and I was like I found somebody married this man (laughs) thought I was gonna make it work I could not overlook his behaviors and was like I have this little person to raise now like I have to do this on my own yeah that was my first moment of growth Mm -hmm. of course and then that was my first time also being single as an adult yeah and that was only the first time that I was like out there going to clubs getting dressed up getting attention um, I was still so super shy and insecure that I didn't really branch out. I still right. didn't open up to a lot of people. Um, I met Gary, I want to say three or four years after I left Jacob's dad. Maybe two years. Um, and Gary was a learning experience. And that's what I've chucked that up to. Um, then, of course, when I left Gary, I was like, okay, I have now spent eight years of my life with one very overprotective guy and jumped into another relationship with that same kind of personality and I was like, I'm not going to do that again. This time when I date people, I'm really going to like discover who they are. But what I didn't realize is I would discover so much more about who I was and what I like, what I don't, what I tolerate. Um, And the cool thing about dating is people, when you piss them off, are happy to tell you what your flaws are tell you what you have to work on, right. how you made them uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I would date somebody and towards the end of it, they'd be like, well, you don't make time in your schedule. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're, you're so focused on growing. You just don't make time for anyone else. And I was like, God damn. I thought like that was attractive that I work as hard as I do right, to get right. where I'm at. But realistically, like that was a downfall. I yeah. had to work on that. And so how phase obviously sounded a lot more interesting than that. (laughs) But the truth is that I started to realize that I was attractive. Mm -hmm. I never in my life saw myself as attractive right? ever. And I look back and I'm like, I was really fucking pretty and I had no idea. And, um, I would meet people again that I knew in high school and they'd be like, wow, I always had a crush on you. And my mind was blown. Right. I was like, you what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which part of those baggy sweaters and dark eyeliner really yeah. drew you in? <laughs> now, do you
0: think that, uh, like, is there any regret that you didn't come to that realization?
1: I do. For that every long? now and then I'm like, man, I wish I knew then what I knew now. I, we all have those moments. Right. Hindsight but is I really wish I had come into myself sooner because I would probably be in a different place. But at the same time, I have the coolest fucking friends. I have right. the coolest job. I have... The most memorable child you'll probably meet in your entire life. Anyone who meets Jacob is like, holy shit, this kid. Like, he's destined to be something incredible. If we survive. Right. He will be (laughs) monumental. If he doesn't
0: end up in Peru in a year. Right. (laughs) No, I think that's a... I mean, I was just looking at your personal page. And I think with what's going on, the narrative towards... Especially women right now. It's yeah. definitely more toward, a lot more than it has been towards men. But mm-hmm. the narrative towards women of like this, you know, the stream of perfection and, and the, the like this bar of acceptiveness and especially body image and things like yeah. that, you know, and fame and, and attention, um, you know, I feel like a lot of women will short themselves when it comes to risk mm-hmm. um, and try to run from some of the adversities that you just spoke about. Yeah. and not experience those, you know, one step forward, two steps back. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of times we look at the end product, you know, mm-hmm. the Instagram model who's already fit, or the person who is already famous, or whatever the case may be, but we don't really talk about the meat and potatoes yeah. <laughs> in the middle, in between, yeah. you know, when you are on the lows, when you are with the Garys, mm-hmm. or when you do have the miscarriage, and things like that. Yeah. It seems like there's a strange, like, image of perfection. I was just reading some of your, your captions, and I think it's important that, people understand that like, you know, adversity is the growth. Yeah. You know, like, and
1: there's some things that, that are harder to share than others. Like, um, I mean, I'm very playful when I talk about my son and how difficult he is, but I go through the craziest things you could possibly imagine with this kid. Right. And, um, I mean, I never imagined that I'd have a child that by the time he was six, he had a psychologist and countless counselors. Mm -hmm. And, but it was my effort to help him deal with his anger and, Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, and, Mind you, I had to do all of that while trying to build a business, while trying to date, while trying to manage a normal level of sanity and sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's it's hard to deal with all those things and still try to identify as sexy. Yeah. Or as um, even smart sometimes when you're overwhelmed by all those things. And all of these things play into your image. It, how talented you think you are how uh, beyond attractiveness all of it can feed into attractiveness if you feel like wow i'm just not that bright or you know i've i've got all this this baggage like you just don't see yourself as attractive right. and It took really, like, dating and meeting different people and learning what different people found attractive about me. The feedback from people during dating was my favorite, like, good or bad. I loved hearing what people recognized about me appreciated about me that I didn't appreciate about myself. It taught me to appreciate those things. Like, some people are like, man, your laugh, when you, like, laugh, laugh hard and all you can hear is your lungs clapping is fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And I never even... Thought about that, you know. When I'm laughing that hard, I I'm not even thinking about breathing anymore. Obviously, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, that's those are the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so when you start to date people and they're like, "Wow, you you're really like a go getter." I never identified as a go getter. Right. I never did, but to have somebody say that and be like, "That's really attractive," I'm like, "Oh, right. you know, like I just had to kind of grow." Now, into when it.
0: you when you get that feedback, when you're like, you are a, you're a grinder. You're in it. You mm-hmm. know, you you're about that life. You're a go getter, and someone says that that's attractive. Yeah. Does that correlate with your physical attraction as well? Does that make you feel more confident on the on yes. the physical side?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Because I still to hint, day... hint, men. hint, hint, man. Hint, hint,
0: man. You're fucking welcome. Right.
1: <laughs> huh. I and you know what? I don't think a lot of guys realize like how much you can make a woman feel more comfortable with her body by emphasizing the other things that you appreciate about her. Right. Because when you tell a woman that you you know you like the quirky little faces she makes when she laughs or this or that all of a sudden she's like, wow, he really pays attention. Yeah. You know, there's little things that grow to to build comfort that uh, some of the people that I've become the most comfortable around are people who don't even talk about my body. It's everything else. And then all of a sudden I'm like, let's go swimming. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Where I wouldn't have worn a swimsuit in front of that person when I met them, you know? So I think that, that dating and and meeting different people and, and inevitably being naked in front of all these people that I, you know, throughout the whole face, hundreds of hundreds of fucking hundreds so of people classy. just
0: naked in front of hundreds <laughs> of people stages of people it's crazy
1: <laughs> I swear to god i'm not that home <laughs> but no
0: but but legitimately i think you know i think that's a great i think that's a great point because i'll hear women talk and i get so frustrated because you know it's either like you know this whole like slim thick is a big thing yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like, you know, previous years, it was the it where was the it super thin model okay, I where was it was always
1: teased for my giant butt. And now right. all of a sudden it it's is the hot topic. The thing. Yeah.
0: But I think what, you know, what we're looking at on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, on YouTube and, and, and TV and movies and shit like that. But there is a, you know, there's a cap to every lid. Like, doesn't matter what size or what shape you are. There's a, there's a guy out there who is fucking so into that, whatever it is, and is about it, (laughs) but you just kind of don't, you know, like, I feel like people try to chase one body, women try to chase one body that they believe is the desired one, instead of going to to try and find somebody who desires the body that they have. Yeah. But there's people out there, you know, like, I, you know, like, all shapes and sizes are important, like, you know, if you're like at a place where you're, like, extremely unhealthy, that's, that's nerve wracking, but like, you could be, 90 pounds and there's somebody who's like oh jesus drooling yeah or he could be 230 yeah. 240 250 pounds and someone's about world. that life yeah so sometimes you gotta whole phase it out and right. find somebody <laughs> you gotta
1: find who's into it or like it. <laughs> if you
0: go through more men oh man so i feel like i'm pointing that one wrong <laughs> as you date more and mm-hmm. you catch one and you see like oh shit this is this is okay yeah this yeah. where i'm at Dad you learn
1: the- to be more comfortable because I had this stigma in my head that if I didn't lose weight, yeah. um, if my boobs were always this size, if my my pant size was a double digit, right. that I just immediately was less attractive to the general population. Yeah, like yeah. It, I just had that set in my head. And then as I got out there and started dating, I was like, "Okay, hold on. There's a lot of people that find me attractive." Yeah, yeah. When I never found myself attractive. And so I just kind of had to learn that on many levels like I had no idea that my body just screams sex appeal because right. in my head I was just like, "Fuck, I can't fit in my pants oh, yeah. these days." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, wearing well, dresses in the summer was just a scapegoat, man. The pants are too uncomfortable. I
0: was fucking shocked. <laughs> I hit like two fifty. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've been into fitness my entire life, and I'm like, damn, dude, I'm getting more attention with dad bod.
1: Yes. What right. the fuck? I had when no I fucking idea. When I was a personal trainer, people were like super intimidated by me yeah. and that like they'd approach me just to ask me for advice. And now that I'm thicker, people are like, God damn, man. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. are you going? Movement
0: when you're on Audi. <laughs> that sounds like an Audi statement. Yeah. Damn, Walmart. girl. You're not hearing that shit much of Reno. <laughs> right?
1: Hey, you got a big but fat I don't ass. Date in Reno. That's Reno. What? I, don't, I don't date in you don't Reno. Date, so you date
0: outside of Reno.
1: I do. You outsource. I, I outsource. That's I have the dated, fucking weirdest thing I I mean, remember. aside from Gary.
0: <laughs> Gary's from Reno?
1: No. Yeah. Gary's from Reno. Figures. Yeah. He was my last serious relationship in Reno. Um, outside of Gary, I've dated two people in Reno, one of which worked here and I dated him when he was here for work and then when he left.
0: So you're about that long distance shit.
1: I don't like long distance. I just don't like the small town. Like everybody knows everybody.
0: You fucking ghost dudes. That's all I'm hearing out of your mouth right now. No. I'm super down to date if you don't live in town. (laughs) So if I need to fucking disappear. That
1: sounds so mean. That's not even the truth at all. I'm in touch with all of them. All of them. Like Mm -hmm. I'm respectful. I'm not a ghost. I don't just dip out. I think that's the worst thing you could do to somebody.
0: Whatever Casper. Give them
1: some sort of clue. Whatever (laughs) Casper.
0: So. You're sitting in your. You're I'm si- Patrick
1: Swayze, actually, from Ghosts. Oh like, my God! You I'm are, slipping you pennies are under fucking, the door to let you, you know I'm still not, thinking about you. <laughs> you are
0: not Patrick Swayze. You are fucking YG, tooted and booted. That's what you are. So you're sitting in your suit that you're confident in, mm-hmm. and that you you know I think I saw something. It was like, it was like thick, tall, and something else. And it was like two of them are by choice. And I believe you're, I can't, I can't remember what it was, Yeah. but, uh, it was something that you're like, yeah, I'm thick and I'm about this life Yeah. and I choose to be this way yeah. and I'm happy about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you'll see women who are thicker and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I'm trying to and like, like feel like forced to like yeah. announce their goal <laughs> that I'm trying to change. It's frustrates. Fresh. It's just, the,
1: the I shit wasted me. so much time in that mindset yeah, of yeah. like chasing that goal, chasing that goal. And I, I mean, I didn't even ride on a raft or jump into a swimming pool until I was 27, 28 years old.
0: <laughs> Fuck that, dude. You, yeah. Like, that's why you got to date around. Because like, I go to the gym just to make sure I can move shit around when I yeah. need to move shit around. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's for my health. Sure. I'm whatever. I'm trying to
1: not pass out in bed. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry I'm sweating on you.
1: <laughs> that's I mean, the worst.
0: I fucking still do that. But anyways. <laughs> Um, so you're sitting in the suit that you're, that you're proud of and that you, that you obviously, you know, promote that. It's okay to be comfortable with, Yeah. but there's always, you know, I haven't seen it, but there's body shaming out there. Oh yeah. So how, Oh yeah. I, I, and I,
1: I still get those DMS from people who are like, you're promoting for people to stay heavy that's, and that's not healthy. That's what I, I was going to ask. A fitness nutrition specialist. And I'm like, I am. I still am. Right, right. <laughs> but no, I I totally get what you're saying. Like, so you do get the body shaming. shaming. It is as oh, present
0: yeah. as people talk about.
1: You know, it's crazy though. Because men
0: men don't really body shame other men.
1: Yeah, no. You know
0: what I mean? That's that's like it's borderline weird. It's so different weird. for guys
1: than it is for girls, though. It really is. Like, yeah. a guy can be 400 pounds and post pictures of himself working out, and he's like, they get like, you go, dude. You know, a girl will post that same video, and people are like, you're still fat, though. Right. And I'm like, Jesus. what the hell. And it's, I don't know why, I don't know why it's that way. It's yeah. a dynamic that I couldn't understand. When I was in the fitness industry, it really weighed on me right. because it was like, no matter how much weight I lost, I identified as, as severely overweight still. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm a big girl as a whole. I'm tall. I'm yeah. broad. Like, no matter you are what, tall. You I, got out of the
0: car and I almost <laughs> swung on you. I was intimidated.
1: <laughs> the camo pants too. You're like, oh yeah. fuck, she's here to fight. She's <laughs>
0: trying to fucking jump me. Dude. I just let her in my gated community.
1: Right? Right? No, but I feel
0: it. So, like, what are the what are the layers? Like, what kind of what kind of fucking negative feedback do you get?
1: You know, I don't get as much. I've been really, really blessed because um, I've seen some really nasty stuff out there. Yeah, I get things that like people are like, "Are you sure you're promoting a healthy lifestyle?" Or yeah. you know, or people are like, haha ha, you gained all your weight back," and I'm like, "Ha ha, yeah." <laughs> what part of that is a joke? Like. This is, this is just, and for me, um, gaining my weight back is is the best thing I've ever done for myself, to be honest with you, because I was hyper fixated on losing weight to the point that one day my son said to me, I think he was like four years old at the time. He was like, Oh, um, you're putting avocado in your salad. I said, yeah. And he's like, at least it's the healthy fat. And I was like, Whoa, pump the brakes. Did my kid just question the fat that I'm putting on my salad? Sketch. Like it just, it hit me. And I was like, okay. They, I mean, like we talked about earlier, they start to repeat everything. It hit me that I was going to bring him up in an environment where he was going to be so fixated on his appearance right? and, uh, or at least witness me do that and think that it was the norm. And so I immediately made changes and was like, you know what? I'll keep going to the gym. Keep working on like feeling good in my body, but dropped the hyper focus on weight loss and muscle gain and all those things, especially around him. And I found myself just getting way more comfortable. Comfort did lead to weight gain. And then my hip replacements this year, I got both replaced. And that has really like hindered being able to work out. And I put more weight on and
0: both hips both fucking an old bird what happened You fell down the stairs
1: like 83 years old inside this yeah, body your neck has I've lines lived all many over moons. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've
0: lived many moons so wise yeah
1: i contribute part of my weight gain to those actually yeah. they weigh seven pounds a piece
0: so is that just uh <laughs> is that just what
1: yeah i have ceramic <laughs> hip replacement seven pounds a piece a piece yeah God damn. they're wild they're, they're, they're like huge Yeah, they're like actually shoved down into the bone to stay in place Sketch. Yeah.
0: That sounds extremely painful. Yes. So it seem, So you block out the. I think it's. I think it's ironic that that's such a big narrative and there's such a big pressure and hy- like you said, hyper focus on weight loss and physique. Yeah. When we are the country with by far. Yeah. the Most chronic obesity. So j- I'm like thinking about, you know, how many people become a victim of of this pressure that we get from so many different outlets of stimuli.
1: Mm-hmm. Which especially with like. The growth of Instagram and the growth of things being like aesthetically pleasing and looking the most successful and attractive. And there are people who are posing in front of other people's cars to look like they've got this nice new car. Like It blows my mind because for me, I'm like, you you wouldn't catch me posting something like that because all my friends would be like, the fuck is she doing? Yeah,
0: my thought process is mental health. Yeah, you know, like that can be extremely, you know,
1: imagine going home at night and realizing you don't have any of those things for yourself like right. that has to weigh on you at some point
0: seeing other people portraying that they have all these things, So then you feel the pressure and then also the people who feel so pressured that they have to lie if you would. Yeah. And, yeah, and paint a different picture and then you have to you have to go home and sleep in your own bed. That's not
1: not the picture you paint picture you created. Right, right. I agree. <laughs> And so for me, it's like, when I post something, I keep it as real as possible. You're going to see my condo that looks no better than an apartment in photos. You're going to see my wild child, the mess in the background. Like, you don't see, like, the perfectly set up aesthetics, like, because that's just not what my life is. And admittedly, um, my personal page is not what it used to be. I used to post almost every single day, especially when I was a trainer. That's when it built the bulk of the following that I have, um... This was also Gary's fault. Mm-hmm. Gary was so insecure about You'd, my Instagram.
0: Shoot me this address for Gary. Gary's a little bitch. I know.
1: I know. If Gary hears this, he's going to be like, wow. Well, I'm
0: going to send, I'm going to direct message this podcast to fucking Gary. <laughs> I'm gonna um, close.
1: At Gary Corduroy. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Get those gauges, close them up, listen <laughs> to this podcast.
1: <laughs> no, so. I just, uh, I think that that was a huge period of growth for me for sure. But he was so insecure about like, Oh, there must be people in your DMs all the time. I am very blessed. I've only had like two dick pics slide through there and a handful of haters. Like most of my messages are people who are like, Oh, you inspire me so much to accept myself or, Oh, I related to this post so much. Like my, my feed is like, Pleasant. That's
0: dope. You got a good following. Yeah, I, I, I just get pff, so many dick pics in my DM. It's just like... Still? Oh, yeah. It's just wild. It was when I was it's swiping on feet. black dudes on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was... You're just I don't know. looking
1: for a long-term friendship. Actually, now
0: that I think about it, I don't know if that was before we started the podcast when I said that I was doing that or after. <laughs> so that comment might be sound very out of context. I'm I feel probably, like
1: you should have like documented it. Yeah, yeah, it
0: yeah. Everything. So I really hope that's at the beginning. Just so everybody knows. I was talking... <laughs> I'm not even gonna explain myself. I'm just gonna let bygones be bygones. There. Right? Yeah. Someone's gonna be like, any girl I date now, they're gonna be like, so. I listened to episode nine,
1: and uh,
0: <laughs> are you fucking getting dick pics though? <laughs> Sketch. But that's a lot of pressure, man. That sucks. I, I really, I really disa, uh, I disagree with that, uh, that narrative. I mean, like, I don't like to. I don't think I discriminate on any shape or size. I obviously, I have, I definitely have a a type, but there's, like I said, there's a cap for every lid. Yeah, you know, and that's a bummer. Like I see some people who really be tripping out about that shit or like we will go from, you know, like, a, you know, like myself, like I used to be in super good shape. Mm-hmm. And Now I'm not. And then when people fall out of it, because it's tough to sustain, people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like they will see these fucking physique models and shit. And it's very clear. I was talking to a that buddy of mine, Justin Cutler
1: to keep that physique. Yeah, I have mad respect for them because of that.
0: Or a lot of people, people can only realize. keep it for a season mm-hmm. because it's extremely hard to do
1: mentally physically all of it it's it's really really hard to maintain that
0: yeah it's wild a lot of pressure so that sucks so anybody out there who's a body shaman and doing all that stuff like you fucking suck it from the back
1: yeah (laughs) big big facts big facts for real and so i'm trying to get back into um posting on my personal page rebuilding that because i i love to have that influence on people of of acceptance and yeah and that sort of thing um a lot of my close friends have that same kind of mentality and they're so great to follow because i'd rather jump on my feet and see people who are embracing who they are than yeah. see the people posing next to a lamborghini that they passed right. on rodeo drive you know
0: and i feel like uh <laughs> i feel like bigger people are funner
1: Fuck yeah, the you have far. had to hone in on your personality, bro. Yeah. yeah. You had to, like, my dad's like, why do you have all these tattoos? Why do you always have this bright colored hair? I was like, for a long time, that was me being like, hey, there's something really fucking rad in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like rocking those baggy sweaters, but. Open this box, bitch. <laughs> and then I opened the and box. And then you opened
0: the box, ho face. <laughs> Your whole phase was not as cool as I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna. be I like, was
1: very careful. With, I was about running through the hoes like Tony Dorsett. I had a really fun ho phase. I I met some of the most incredible people, yeah. like battle rappers and NBA players, and like I had a blast. That's
0: dope. I just had a I just had a guy on the podcast, uh, uh, Trizzy. He was uh, he did some battle rapping in Reno. He said it got big in oh, Reno. Really? He was a battle rapper. I don't know if I should have this named This guy was name. in
1: tech. I told you I don't date here.
0: Oh my God. I don't,
1: I don't <laughs> like to date here in tech. But it's all, it's that small town feel. Like I hate when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm talking to someone. Oh, yeah. Stephanie was talking to that him. Nev- that
0: never happens.
1: It does with the girls. <laughs> yeah,
0: Not for you though?
1: Care. Ever?
0: I mean, what we just talked about before. Oh, fuck.
1: Okay, sarcasm. <laughs> wow. That, that was a slow happens. roll. Yeah, it's
0: okay. It's cool. <laughs> We're an hour and a half into the podcast, guys. The uh she hasn't even she's only halfway through her coffee, don't worry.
1: Oh, I'm trying not to like be slurping on the microphone or anything. Thank you for the you, coffee. You
0: just okay. gotta like. Or just slurp it up. He fucking cares. I got like it. nine episodes on who cares.
1: <laughs> Talk just, about hofies
0: and my fucking yeah. into the
1: microphone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so as I was hoeing, slurp, 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 <laughs> I was uh only day do some slack slurp, little Uno Slurp. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ.
1: Am I going to regret this? Is that what you're telling me? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big
0: time. <laughs> I'm fucking pumped. No, I'm just kidding. I will. I will send it to you so you can um, listen to it, and okay. then I won't change it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Kidding. I'll I don't it.
1: really have a ton of shame. Like, like I said, I'm careful about what I say to people because, yeah. man, nothing comes back at you in this world like your words do.
0: Right. Nothing. Right.
1: Like. If you are careful about anything you put out there, it's what you say because it always comes back.
0: That's why I enjoy that. It's ironic that I'm doing a podcast, but that's why I enjoy my tight circle because you know, I just kind of fucking shoot from the hip and if someone doesn't like it, then I'm like, yeah, you know, all right. but the
1: cool thing about a podcast is you get to review it. You get to choose what actually goes out there. It's a very controlled thing. So that's cool because a lot of the things, especially right now with the way that the world is right now, there are some really ignorant things that just fly out there,
0: especially right now.
1: Yeah. It's it, this now more than ever, people should be more careful about what they say.
0: Right. It's very strange that people can shoot from the hip so easily on our platforms and say mm-hmm. things without repercussions. Yeah. Because I, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Miles, who was actually on the podcast and we were talking about, you know, back in the day, if you were to shoot some sh- shit off that is said now on statuses and on Twitter and all that stuff, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you'd get your ass beat the next day. Yeah. You know, like someone yeah, would absolutely. slide up and throw hands on you immediately. Mm hmm. And that just doesn't happen anymore.
1: Now and so you got someone who's like, motherfucker. Yeah. Here's this link.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. You know? I have and a bar- I
1: I mean, you probably noticed when you look through things, I don't post very many political things at all. Right. I think the most political thing I've posted is um, I posted something right after George Floyd. Yeah, yeah. And and just, you know, felt the need to speak on it, especially because of so many people that I love being black. Right. I was like, you know what? This is... I, I have a voice. I yeah, have yeah. a platform. People listen to me, and it was my opportunity to speak up. I
0: gotta to. I gotta show you the one political thing that I posted. Because I right? don't post much political stuff. I talk closely with my inner circle, mm-hmm. and the people who know me uh, know my stance. Yeah. But this is the one thing that I posted, and it's the fucking... Is that a picture? Or is that not the video? <laughs> Hold on a second. What is happening? <laughs> but it's this fucking... <laughs> it's this fucking Trump video. Okay. <laughs> and it's these fucking chicks singing about the vote for Trump. And there's this cut up of the rock that's going around on like a, on TikTok. <laughs> saying shut up bitch and I just fucking think it's the funniest audio <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Oh, <laughs> oh my fucking god, dude! I literally saw that and I was like, "Man, this sucks." Because I mean, I'm not, I, I'm like, you know.
1: I love and I love that it's old school wrestling. It's old. Rock. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's WWF rock. That's the like, I just learned last night what the John Cena joke was, and apparently, this has been around for a fucking decade. What John Cena joke? You that talking? you can't see me. Okay, so what? Okay, I feel better that you don't know either. So no, I I'm like,
0: you don't know the John Cena joke. Oh. Yeah, I that I backfired. No, I'm just kidding. Let's backtrack. What John Cena joke?
1: Okay, so I kept seeing these memes. Like, I saw one that was a picture of John Cena sitting at a steakhouse with yeah. a girl. And the caption said, oh, poor girl eating alone. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't get it. Then I saw this other one that was like um, celebrities and their stunt doubles. Yeah. And it had like Will Smith and his stunt double and someone else. And then it had Jackie Chan and nobody. And the... The point of the image initially was probably, well, Jackie Chan does his own stunts, right? Yeah, yeah. But somebody We're, commented on it and said, I didn't Cena. know John Cena was his stunt double. And I was like, what the fuck am oh, I missing? Dude. I
0: was back in, it was WWF, it was before uh-huh. WWE. And like, I the reason why I like that clip so much is because when The Rock said that, like, yeah. I remember sitting in my living room watching, and watching that, that. Yeah. live. Yeah. And he's yelling at Triple H, and he's just a bad, he's just.
1: See, I wasn't that into wrestling, oh, so dude. I didn't know the joke. And then. I messaged my best friend's boyfriend last night because he's very, like, hip, very cultured, very, yeah. like... He's from Chicago, has yeah. lived in Florida, is now in California. Like, he's been in very diverse communities, knows all the things. Yeah, okay? yeah. Very, like hipster he's, he's an engineer he's on the up and up yeah, yeah. so i was like andrew <laughs> yeah i sent him one yesterday because it was another john cena like doesn't exist kind of thing yeah, yeah and so i sent it to him and i was like will you please tell me what this is like i'm i'm humbling myself and yeah, saying yeah. i don't know what's going on and apparently it's a 10-year joke
0: motherfuckers are sending me memes and i don't fucking get i them. don't
1: get it and it but the reason it threw me off is because it was another one of those and mind you i had never seen any of these until recently like all of these were in the last two weeks right yeah, yeah. but then the caption underneath this one said i just love that we've carried this joke on for a decade and i was like what oh yeah how do i not know this This is is the first i've heard
0: this is from john cena's outfit in wwf used to be jean shorts like when jean shorts were (laughs) popping like long jean shorts yeah oh god so
1: when i sent him when i asked him i was like will you please explain this to me he obliged by sending me this youtube video yes (laughs) let me see it let's unmute it here the shorts yes uh-huh.
0: fucking johnson I was, was like, the man dude no yep can't see me bitch yes said
1: that to me with the caption when he waves his hand in front of his face it means you can't see me and mm-hmm. i was like bro Oh, How yeah. am I a decade behind on a joke?
0: He was up there. That was up there with like the people's elbow by the rock. Yeah. Like that was a big deal. And I
1: had family members who were really into the wrestling and you know, they were really into like Steve Austin yeah, yeah. and fuck, the rock, you know, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yes. Like, I knew some of those, but I didn't know the John Cena joke. You and fucking, I, I'm really ashamed of you
0: the fucking joke. suck for that. Yeah, We'll keep one hundred on the podcast. I'm <laughs> and upset. I, I'm really This good. has been going really good, <laughs> but Jesus, like go yeah. ahead and hold that invite for game night. Cause that shit is the truth. Right. <laughs> He's you like, will not.
1: What kind of games are we playing? You here? will not.
0: This is, this is, you will not see me. You would have, game like, night. played you, would, the draw four yeah. and been like
1: this. And I would have been like, what the fuck is he doing? Are you coming to game night? And
0: I'm literally just going to send you a picture of John Cena and be like, I'm there. I, <laughs>
1: I'm <all> here. <laughs>
0: I'm here spiritually. Dude. Now
1: it's going to be everything. Now I'm going to use it all the time, but I'm that person who's 10 years behind on yeah. the joke. I My go to is like the Jesus and Marrow memes. Those are like. Who? Jesus and Marrow.
0: De- Jesus or Jesus?
1: You really don't know who? Okay, now okay. I got you back. Place me up on game. What's okay. going on here? So Jesus and Marrow, they actually have their own show, but I feel like you would love it.
0: Jesus like, and Marrow. Yeah. Is it like I'm a talk show? Is it like a What is it? Is
1: it what? Yeah, it, it's a talk show. It's a talk show? It's a talk show, but it's very like, okay, do you remember ridiculousness where they were, you uh, know, he play his I guess it's lo- still a thing. Rob Dierdick? Yeah.
0: I fucking love that show.
1: I but I didn't know it was still on the oh, air yeah. until I saw one recently um They're like on like Sage a thousand posted. episodes. Yeah. They're crazy. And Little King that I showed you with the little blonde afro, he laughs like Chanel West Coast. Ooh. That's why I stopped watching That's ridiculousness, I ridiculousness.
0: I love that show so much that I will listen to that bitch <laughs> laugh. To,
1: to get through it.
0: And then the times when they just roast her for being that dumb, I'm like, you know, golf, golf, this golf, 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 golf. This is why I watch golf, it. Yeah. This yeah. is what we trained for. So this
1: is like, okay, say scale back Ridiculousness and and it's not just like stunts, but they, they'll play clips of different like... Um, current event videos and that okay. kind of thing and then and speak on it but these guys are hilarious yeah. they're really are they like, asian I, dudes no black guys black
0: guys mm-hmm. i'll have to check that out they'll have yeah. to send that to me so i can check it out and
1: right now they're they're show they're still doing it even though they're quarantined so you see like their jordans piled up behind them in their rooms and i'm like this is so cool like <laughs> i'm all about real man <laughs> like walking in here and seeing like your setup. set up like this is the shit
0: yeah this shit is this shit yeah. is starting i've had people like yeah, I'm like fucking whiteboards not even hung up. Yeah. <laughs> got my PS2 in the like background. Like I fully
1: plan to be successful and rich, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, not right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it like this. <laughs> I want people to walk in and be like, "Is she making it?" Yeah, like yeah. I like that. I like, I like. I don't want people to just be like. I'm sure I'm
0: gonna get one that's oh, like, "Oh,
1: she's better than us now."
0: Dude, I'm going on this podcast I'm gonna be sick and like walk in and be like whoa it's in your house like yeah. yeah it's definitely my smallest spare bedroom that i have
1: there's no parking yeah there's no parking
0: <laughs> you're parked in my spot i fucking parked all the way down there because oh, i was what like a gentleman yeah it's you are.
1: fucking chivalry, i have to do the same dude. thing the parking is weak at my complex too yeah, that's if to people our... are coming over i'm like hey <laughs> yeah call me ahead of time or if i know people are coming that night i'm gonna go home early mm-hmm. <laughs> catch an open spot and put leave some cones
0: up. out yeah it's a massive cock block yeah. dude i i fucking hate to do this but we've literally been talking for an hour and 40 minutes I I think we were talking for like 20 minutes before I even turned this bitch on. (laughs) So unfortunately, I got to cut the cord. I'd love to hear more about your hoe phase and everything like that.
1: (laughs) For another time. For another time. We'll get to know each other a little better. Yeah.
0: Game night. Yeah. Game night. John Cena. Yeah. See
1: you there. I'll be there, but I will not be there.
0: (laughs) But I do appreciate you coming on. And I also, um, you know, I appreciate you talking about and being open to talking about, you know, the message that you're pushing, the positivity that you got, kind of how you got to where you're at with your graphic design. I'm excited to do more work because yeah. I'm hoping that this thing gets a little bit bigger and I we'll have to do promos, going. the whole nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did my first uh, video one, came That's and cool. set it all up. So, and I realized how long it takes to edit. So. Yeah. I'm probably going to have to outsource that shit. But, uh, (laughs) you
1: know, it's... I'm teaching my 10-year-old to edit. Yeah. Very selfishly. I'm like, because I'm starting my podcast as well. And so I'm like... What? You're starting a podcast? Yeah. And my son is too. Dude. uh, My son has been dead set on starting a podcast for about two years now. And I'm finally like, okay, now you're funny. Yeah. Now you're well-spoken. Like, two years ago, I was like, no, bro, we're not doing this. (laughs) Dude, I'll have
0: to bring your son on the podcast. Yeah.
1: So his podcast is going to be called Jabbering Jacob. Okay. And... That's exactly what he does. He just jabber, jabber, jabbers. Yeah. And so um, I actually am going to have two separate podcasts, one that ties into the book that I'm finishing and then a separate one with my best friend. Um, because my best friend and I together, you cannot not laugh. Right, like right. it's the shit that we come up with, and I feel like everyone feels like that with their Man. best friend. But literally, the amount of times the two of us have had people say, "You guys should on a TV yeah, show," yeah, yeah. or like, you know. Yeah. So I decided we're gonna roll with it. Hell yeah. We're gonna have some fun. Plus, we just sit and chat like this. The yeah. conversation rolls, and we're just laughing. Rapping. And I'm like fuck, if we can record it and make money off it, let's just do it. Shit, that's (laughs) what
0: I did. I I realized, like, I mean, I don't shut the fuck up You have the gift of gab. You got to talk it up. Silver tongue.
1: Yes. Yes. Well,
0: I better be a fucking guest.
1: You will, 100%.
0: Whatever, Casper. You
1: will.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, if you want to check it out, you don't need to look far. Um, The creator of the Quarter Life Crisis logo. Thank you for coming on. But we got to get the fuck out of here because I still got a job to do. All right, yo. Do you have anything that you'd like to say signing off?
1: I have so many witty things I would say about sitting next time. Fuck you, Gary. Fuck you, Gary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Gary. (laughs)
1: Fuck you, little Uno.
0: (laughs) Alright, to the next time. Podcast Poppy's out.